special report. Ladies and gentlemen, stand by as we bring on our hosts. The world has gone completely mad. The zombies have come out of the woods. The wildfires are raging. The election's about to happen. It's madness. Welcome to On Base and On Point. Way to fuck off point. <laughs> well, with, that just got our explicit rating. With your hosts, J.R. Herb and Vinnie Marshall. That, that's how you start a podcast, people. My fingers hurt now. <laughs> Base work tonight brought to you by Vinnie Marshall. I don't know what you were doing over there, but it sure sounded fun. I wish I could do that. I, I wish I could too. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we've got a new bass here on on bass and off point. That's right. Tell I, us a little bit about this instrument that you're. This, this Ibanez. You slap at the bass. Tell this, us about it. This, uh, this, this slap at the bass have I've had for a little while. It's an Ibanez musician. Uh, when do you when do you guess that it was made? Like about 1985. Oh, 95. Okay. Yeah, it says a little 85 in the back. Okay, yeah. I have another one that's 91, but it's not as nice as this. This is all passive. The other one's active. So the other one gives you a hard time. But this one just, right. oh, okay, just, I'll, I'll lay back. Just, and I'm just passive. Just, yeah, yeah, the other one's passive-aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, this particular one is, is a nice bass. I've had this through a, out part of my Air Force career. And it, 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 nice. Neck through body. It's, it, I'll explain it to you, people. It's, it's a very dark brown... Pretty standard looking, but meaty body to it, and it's it's worn. It's got some battle scars on it, some pock marks, and everything and else. it's got these big soap looking, soap bar looking, black pickups on it, and it looks like a through the neck, through the body neck. Ibanez, very dark looking, very dark sounding. Don't mess with that bass. Man, it sounds like a snowplow. It just takes everything with it. It just, it just pushes. It just pushes everything. Holy cow. So, okay, enough about the bass. How are you, Vinny? Not too bad. How about you? I'm doing fine, actually. I could be worse. Well, I'm, you know, putting things you, in perspective, you know? Yeah, it's, well, it's all perspective. You know, I mean, the, six months ago, we were going... I can't, can I, I can't come out and podcast. Jim. I got no toilet paper. Got, and, that, and now we've got a bunch of toilet paper and we're podcasting. So, you so know, here we the, are. The world is a good place. Yeah. You know, beats I, I, I will say, though, and, and last week we said, we're going to talk a little bit about resiliency, and we never did. We just went off the rails well. right from the start. So we might talk a little bit about that. But that being said, I, I've been talking to people about this whole pandemic, and I don't think we're, I think we're in the middle of the beginning. Okay, you know, so it's not, it's third. not the beginning we're, we're of the, the end yet. We're in the first third or the second third. Yeah, it's it's like second half. There's the start of things when we first started. We didn't know shit. You right. know, it's like we were completely lost on this whole thing, and, and we're thinking, don't touch stuff. Don't don't. Uh, it, it, how long does it live on plastic or glass or whatever? And now we've come to find out it's more of an aerosol. It's more through the air, the mask, so on. So we, we've learned some things, but we're still in the beginning. Right. We're like in the middle of the beginning. I think the end of the beginning is when we start to see 
people behaving correctly, you know, doing the things we can do from what we've learned from the beginning of the beginning and the middle of the beginning. And then once we get a vaccine and solid treatments, that will be the beginning of the end. See where I'm going? Then the middle of the end. Just let me know when I can go out and get the popcorn. Yeah. The middle of the end. Well, you don't have to leave. It's like the movie. You don't want to leave in the middle of the end. Oh, somebody will tell me. I'm sure somebody will tell me all about it when I get back. <laughs> and then. Oh, and, and then he came in. And then, ah, the knife came out. Ah, hee, hee, hee. Uh, so I think we're in the middle of the beginning is my point. Okay. So we're, we're not there yet. I don't think we're rounding. The- just about halfway. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. Well, just about halfway could be anywhere from the beginning uh, to the middle. It's half, halfway, we might be halfway to the middle. We're the third of the way through the second quarter. Yeah, I think we have a long ways to go. What do you What do you suppose is going to happen, Mister Mister Prognostic? I suppose that we're going to live with this for the rest of our lives. Is as a new I ain't um, going anywhere anytime a, soon. A, a, a new normal, right. and we'll just get used to dealing with things. I think if Things that we really rebel against may be here for a while, like the masks. Um, I think like servers and, and bartenders, we may never see that go away in our lifetime. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I don't think we'll have to sit there at the bar with a mask on, but it, it's just like we'll, we'll become a, a, a natural hygiene thing for you know the, the, that the community. things that, that have changed over the years with the with the, uh, the ecology of the world and, the, and green and everything else. Do you think we're going to go back to different things like, like disposable, um, disposable stuff? You know, I mean, right now we got disposable gloves. When we're talking people masks can be disposable. With a, you know, and in some respects, some people say that they're better off if you do dispose them, dispose of them because you can, even if you wash them, you can keep getting stuff recurring back and forth. So, you think we're going to go like you go to a bar and they give you a plastic cup and you know you get to throw it out and. That's and, a good question. You know, it's it's going to be interesting to see if that happens. Because, like plastic is so dangerous for our. I mean, just plastic doesn't die. Right. It lasts forever. forever. Yeah. Right. You know, I don't want to sound like some kind of tree hugging. Oh yes, you do. Green New Deal bullshit kind of person. I, I like I like glass. Come you in. <laughs> Hello, hello! Somebody's here to hear the podcast. Someone's welcome to the oh, podcast. Godfrey's here to see the podcast. Oh, Grumpiello! Oh, welcome, welcome! No Is lord. It time for crumpets yet? <laughs> Tea time. Tea tolers. Tea minor. Status of all keys. Oh god, here we go again. That never dies. Never. That never, never fucking dies. Not till I do. Oh, Be the only time I hope. <laughs> But I think, and I think you want to talk a little bit about this. There, there's been some, you know, we're going through these changes, but there's perspective, right? It's all perspective. And when you put things in perspective, it's it's not as bad as maybe people are getting sucked into. You know, and I think that a lot of people have lost their sense of purpose. Oh, yeah. Which leads to, you know, and that's a problem with, with you know, human beings need to feel like they're they're doing something useful and productive. Right. You know, without that sense of purpose. So find something, people. Find something to do. Play bass. Play guitar. Play tennis. Tennis, would, I would think, would be fairly safe. Just sit at home and finger your parts. Uh, 
uh, yes, in, in <laughs> write the fingerings out. That's what we do when we pra- practice bass. We write and if the- you're really bad, you can make a tab. <laughs> oh no, we can't have tab anymore. Tab's Tab gone. Has 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 gone yeah, to tab. Yeah. So, uh, bass players and guitar players around the world to be sad because there is no tab. Yeah, I think positive thinking is another thing people can do. Just. Well, it's. I think. I think what it comes down to is it comes down to alternative thinking more than it does necessarily positive thinking. If you're if you're used to doing uh, look, on Friday nights, what did you guys what did you guys do? Did you guys like you know this past Friday night no, or no, usually? No, 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 no. Your usual Friday nights. This past Friday night doesn't count. We'd sit on the uh, couch with masks and watch t- television. <laughs> you boring mother. <laughs> No, so like, you know, you went to the club. Go, I would and, go to the club every and, and, and first have, Friday, right, and, and it was have, packed, have shoulder drink, to shoulder. Have some drinks, some yeah. horse ovaries, and, yeah. you know, and then talk about your feelings and, you know, go out and pretend you're smoking cigarettes and then come back in and you yeah, do it all have, over again. Have people over or go yeah, to people's you can't houses. Do that. You can't do that now. So instead, your Fridays are different. So your Fridays are sitting around talking about your feelings with masks on, and then yeah. the other person goes, what? Did you say something? What? Huh? Have you noticed people have become deaf when they put masks on? It's hard to hear. It's, it's hard, muffled. It's, it's, because it's you, like that well, bass, it's, it's man. That bass is like, holy it. cow. It's like, geez. Well, that sounds fine. That's a bit, There's clarity with that. But, man, some of those... Yeah, when you start digging in on a thing, man, it's like... It's got a mask on. It's, it's got a cloth. It's not one of those surgical... Sometimes with a surgical mask, you can understand what somebody's saying. But when you put a cloth mask on or a gator, and like, excuse me, what did you say? Especially at the, like at the store, I'm like, did you say put the the you credit card in the in thing? What? Uh, uh, customer I ID will not number. Touch you there. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I can't. Between the plexiglass and the mask, I'm like, well, we, can you say that again? We what? Also, we also hear with our eyes. Then too. I, yeah, it, uh, that's a very good point. We are visual beings. Not many animals on this earth have eyesight like we do. Only one species. Dolphins? No. Birds of prey. Oh, well. But we have very highly developed eyes. Um, Like the whites of our eyes, right? How many... Most animals don't have whites in their eyes, right? That's right, because it's all... Yeah, it's like all iris or whatever that one is. Yeah, so you don't see white people. But the whites of the eyes tell me where you're looking. Right. And that's part of our uh, humanity as we, you know, came through the ages that if I can't see where you're looking, I don't trust you, I'm just going to fucking kill you. I don't trust you, motherfucker. I don't know. No, that's true. There's there's definitely... um, There's science behind... Uh, why we have whites in our eyes is to help us interact with one another and be able to trust. You know, see, we talk. We talk about it all the time. Look, look into someone's eyes. The eyes are the, you know, the window to the soul or something like that, right? Sure. How did I get down this rabbit hole? Vinny? I have no idea. We I'm were starting. Oh, the mask. We were talking about masks. We were talking about resiliency, and you got into this. Well, this crap. is this is kind of it because I mean, it's like. You can get sucked into negativity bias where you can't see somebody's face, so you just assume they're want to kill you or something. You know what I mean? It's just like you can't see if they're smiling or whatnot. It's just all you see is like scrunchy, scrunchy cheeks. Yeah, and you don't see yeah. anything else. That's true. So I think yeah. maybe we need to be better at like vocalizing through that well, mask. Uh, hey, you, how are you? Hi. Or vocalizing or using your hands. Yeah, and talk with your hands. 
Lord knows I do that. Yeah. Because yeah, we lose a lot of that visual um, information. Because a lot of communication is done visually. Oh, sure. Body language, but also facial expressions. And we're losing a lot of that with, especially in the store and walking on the street. Think, think, think about this. Over the years, what, you know, cell phones have been around since what, 2000? You know, maybe they give or take. Yeah, some people had them earlier, but, yeah, but almost well, let's, nobody. Let's just, let's just say for the sake of this, this sure, let's round it 2000. off. Two thousand for so for the last twenty people. last twenty years, we have, been, we have been developing the talk, the art of texting, and it's taken twenty years in the art of texting to determine if you're shouting at somebody, if you're talking softly, if you if you're meaning something different than what you say, because now when you text somebody, you say say something, and people go, "Is he mad? Is he mad at me?" You know, well, you know, this could be like baby talk if you think about it, because we've developed the art of speech over probably thousands upon thousands of years, tens of thousands, hundreds three. of thousands of years. At least three. Years. Oh, over three. I mean, who knows how long the cavemen were actually developing speech, talking. So we're talking thousands and thousands of years to develop speech. Sure. And this form of communication has been around 20 years. We are, we are in the... We're babbling. We're in the, the goo-goo-gaga phase. <laughs> yeah. What did he just say? I don't know. I can't he's tell yelling he's at me. Yeah, yeah, you can't tell. He's yelling at me. He's not yelling at me. I don't know what the fuck he's saying, you know. And then when yeah. you see somebody, you go... I thought you were pissed off. I wasn't pissed off at you, dude. I was I was sitting at home and 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 I was using my elbow to text you because I was trying to pet the dog and put my shoes on at the same time and I couldn't do it all because yeah. you wanted an answer right away. So fuck you. Yeah. You're like what? This yeah. this is a cognitive bias we fall into, which goes back to resiliency, right? These cognitive biases um, cause tie, us tie the room to together, JR. yeah. Sure, why not? We assume the worst. Right? We assume we know what the other person is thinking. Right. Mind reading. And we need to be, you know, we will more often default to the negative. Oh, he's mad. Oh, he's yelling. And that's not always the case. You know, it's it's just that we're drawn towards negativity. Yeah. We really are. It's just because, you know, back when we were developing these speech things thousands and thousands of years ago, we thought animals would jump out of the woods and, and eat how, us. And guess how, what? They used to do that. Do you realize how big and heavy those cell phones were back then? Oh my God. Jesus Christ. You know, you think the wheel was bad. You know, I mean, my God, if the wheel was the size of a person, what the hell is size was a cell phone? You know, it's like a brick. Yeah, more than a brick. Um, so anyways, I, yeah, I think that um, we need to give people a reasonable, you know, was it something of the doubt? Benefit of the doubt. Uh, well, yeah. when it comes to a lot of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't trying to run in, into me at the grocery store with his card. It was just an accident. Or he's a blind man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is blind. Then you feel like a real douche. Well, can you imagine that? He's blind and he can't, you can't see him talk. Oh you know, God. that's terrible. I mean, my goodness, you know. Poor, that poor brings guy. up a whole other <laughs> realm of silliness we could go down into. Well, you know. It's not like we don't do that on a regular basis. No, no. Um, which brings us to how this whole thing has affected us musically, which is something we wanted to talk about tonight. Well, the... the 
the first thing uh, a little bit prior to the, the musical thing but because it, we're, we're not just musicians um, you, you're all the stuff that you normally do you know the the, the, the normal course of events have changed and, and the expectations are different and look for the longest time and for most places it, it holds true you can't go into a restaurant to eat Mm-hmm. Or if you do, you have to wait in your car until they call you on your phone to have you come in to get a reservation. You know, uh, the, the big stories that, that I heard when, when the, the quarantine part of it broke where we weren't stuck inside yep. our homes, people were going to Great Clips to get their hair cut and there was a three-hour wait and they're sitting in their cars. Right. Are you crazy? If you had told any of this, I don't care who you, if you had told Nostradamus this, there's no way anybody would have predicted this. Not not to that extent. You know, there are different discussions about these people that sit in rooms and go, well, you know, if there's a pandemic, we could wind up having this happen or this happen. We could all be in glass bubbles. Well, yeah. sure. I mean, if, if, you, if, there's a, if you look at the science behind this stuff, all those things are possible. But you don't sit there and build those models of how you act when that happens. No, not how you act. I think they had an idea of, well, this, you know, these pandemics could happen and we sure. had plans for that, but not on the social level. How no. do we socially interact with one one another? I mean, I have not had my hair professionally cut since March. My daughter's cut my hair. My wife's cut my hair. The last two times, I cut my hair. And I'm in the military, so I. It's like, <laughs> I did that for. I'm, I'm, you, you, I'm telling you, 27 years, 28 years. Go to the barber shop every two weeks, whether you needed it or not. Yeah. And now you're going. Does my hair look I, okay? Do I need I, to cut it? You know? I look at it and just go. Oh, where's my trimmers? I'm just gonna just gonna just use it. Yeah, yeah. And the top, I'm like, well, maybe I can just get that to lay down a little. And at some point, it ha- all has to come off. It's you know, right? Well, it's it's that famous line too. When you start doing that stuff, if you're talking about military haircuts, you know, there's a certain point in time where you just look at your hair and go, you know what? It's gonna grow back. Let's just shave it. Yeah, it's gonna grow. Yeah. Just leave it be. When I went to the yeah. desert, I cut my hair down to to nub the nubs. You know, I mean, I knew it was gonna grow back. You know. Yeah. But now, when you when you get your hair cut, like even now, twelve years removed from the military, or thirteen years removed from the military. Yeah, you still don't have still, long hair. I still yeah. don't have long hair because because my damn hair doesn't like being long, and I don't like it either. It being long. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When I went to. Um basic military training instructor school you get your hair cut once a week and it was down to the skin on the side and they took if you went to the right place they took a uh, you know a straight razor yeah. and shaved it and it was like it was so smooth it was just ridiculous but that's what everybody did because you're you're in charge yeah you have to you have to exceed the standard you yeah have to set yeah you, you have to be a total badass but it was kind of cool because you, you you know you get in a groove and on Wednesdays I'm going down to Sing Wong's you know barber shop and right. ping or pong right you know for you know <laughs> puts the yeah. chops the hair off and gets the, the uh, and get free gyoza <laughs> yeah that's right uh, free egg roll spring roll on Tuesday <laughs> spring roll with haircut spring roll with haircut for you you don't get spring roll no we don't give you spring roll no 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 we give you uh, fry, fried lice fried lice yeah. no bat for you no 
bad, no bad soup. Bad soup, not good for you. You American, no bad soup for you. Matter of fact, bad soup, for, bad for everybody. We find out, especially in Wuhan. We didn't even have to do a study for that. <laughs> okay. Wanna so, play, wanna play a tune? Yeah, let's play a tune. All right. Which tune are we gonna do? Uh, let's do something kind of up and. You wanna do the Latin, the Latin tune we were working on? Oh, we better get that out of the way before I have another drink. Yep. Yep. Okay. What did we decide we were going to call this? Uh, are, are we through yet? <laughs> are you through yet? Are you, are you through? Are you through with that? That was a Steve Martin bit. Segment. I'm so good with the ladies. I like to ask them, are you through yet? <laughs> Let's call it that. Are you through are yet? Are you through yet? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, holy crap Who dreamed this nightmare up? Wait, that would be me <laughs> Like 5 o'clock in the morning <laughs> Chris, My feet are killing me I already really hard tune for JR, JR to play JR to play And then, then I go back to bed and Chris goes I heard you playing bass, I said, don't listen to it too long You'll just get up <laughs> I yeah. can't believe how good that bass sounds. It's a great bass. I'm just kind of like, wow. It's it's the it, you look at the thing and you go, there's no way, and then you play it. It's an Ibanez. I'm thinking, oh, mm, how good this, could that this be? This is a good bass. This yeah, good bass. yeah. I was, I had my doubts when I looked at it. Like, no, I don't know, dude. What the hell are you doing with this? No, it's 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 um, it's got some character to it. It's it definitely some, has character. Yeah, yeah. I put these I put these semi flats on it so it's it's not as squeaky. Oh. That could be part of the thickness. Not so much with the slap, but with the uh Yeah, there's some thick there's some thick tone in there. Yeah. I'm plugging sit strings silencer, semi silencer strings. You can purchase them in McCutcheon music for a nominal fee. That's 1-800-Y-JAZZ. <laughs> Why not jazz? All right, let's, let's throw this thing down. Okay. Remember, you started this. <laughs> I'll start it. <laughs> I'll finish it, I'm sure. We'll see. We'll see. I'll start it. We'll Meet see who finishes. All right, here we go. Thank you. 
workout I, th I think that um, it, it, it's developing I think there's like there's more to this song that we haven't written yet yeah I well, think there's well, more to I think there's th this more. is this this is how I feel when I when I sit home and write these things especially at the weird hours of the morning I feel like I go up to a canvas of stuff and, and, and instead of music it's it's painting and I take a brush stroke and I just go there you go. And I go, oh, that looks kind of nice. I go, I wonder what JR will think of that. And I go, well, let's find out, you know, and then that's it, you know, or, or it might be a little bit more, more intricate than that, but not much. You no, know? I like where you're going with this. Um, cause I got a quote today. I'm, I'm on a couple of these, um, folks at work that we do like a group chat yeah just to kind of you know this really started after the whole COVID thing. right it's it's it's, it's the new you know it, it's the new social yeah it's it, yeah and the quote was many ideas grow better when transplanted into another mind than the one where they were sprung up oliver wendell holmes 
Really? Wow. Yeah. I think that, but that's what you were just talking about, right? It's like you have yeah. this idea and you're like, oh, just, shut up, Chrissy. I know it sucks, but I want to give it to well, JR. And it's, JR it's gonna, he'll make it sound better. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle some, you know, pixie dust and magic based juice on it. And bagels, you know, uh, and, everything and seasoning. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, say? the, yeah and the <laughs> Montreal steak stuff and some Texas peat and Miracle Grow, and it's going to be fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's what happens, though, I was, right? I was hoping somebody would just say, put a major chord there instead of a dominant seven. We do that. Well, <laughs> I did. I suggested that, but we stayed with the dominant chord. And I, I kind of like it because it, it had the uh, blue, more bluesy feel right. and the. Yeah. Major would have worked, but you know. Of course. Yeah, but that's, you know, at some point you go, no, that's not what I wanted. Sometimes I say, hey, what do we do this? You go, oh, that's a great idea. And other times you go, no, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> no, I wanted large bread folding. folding. <laughs> it's just, what, what, what is this? <laughs> I'm a professional. I'll rise above it, okay? I'll rise above it. It's just, I hate it. <laughs> I just hate it. Can't stand it. I'm a professional. I'll rise above it. Oh my goodness! So I turned down a gig Saturday. I felt terrible. What? Oh my god! Did you have a I fever? Felt, I, no. You're a bass player. You're supposed to call, pick up the phone, and go, "Hi, I'll take it." Then you ask, "What does it pay? What do I have to wear? And when and then, do I have then to?" Then when be you there? go, "Oh, wait a minute, twenty-five bucks. I think I'm going to be sick that day." <laughs> yeah. You know, I, oh, same I, day I, was uh, the issue. I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours, Paul Mezzanotti, right? About um, Sunday is. Steelers Ravens and he's a Ravens fan I'm a Steelers fan so we you know had to talk about that and he was like oh dude oh and I'm hoping he's gonna say oh the Ravens are gonna suck they're losing so and so or blah 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 he goes I gotta work I'm playing a recital for free (laughs) what (laughs) what I was like so you didn't bother to check the football schedule when you said you would play a free fucking recital? Oh my god. He's in misery. I'm like, well, what time is the recital? He's like, 2 30. <laughs> well, you know, at least you can DVR the game. I mean, but still, you know, the way. The you're way not going to enjoy the. You well, can watch the, the first social, quarter, but you're, you're well, not going to. Well, enjoy. the way the social media is, you know, you, you, you'll, you'll hear about it one way or the other. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll text him just to ruin it. Oh, perfect. You know. Perfect. It'll be the first time he did it to me. No. So. so anyways, Jim Leslie, a mutual friend of ours, drummer, calls me and says, hey, man. Got a gig for you, dude. I'm like, G- I haven't had a gig since March. I'm like, really? You have a gig? I'm, I'm thinking maybe Christmas, New Year's. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So like, what's the details? He's like, it's tonight. I'm like, what the fuck? Huh? <laughs> I didn't even I didn't say anything. I was just silent. He's like, yeah. Uh, somebody bailed, and then he started. You know, he started talking because the silence was deafening. And and he's a drummer; he has to fill up something. That's what they do. So I'm like, um, how, how long is it? He's like, oh, it's four hours. Is is it virtual? <laughs> my, my next question was, do I have to wear clothes? My next question was, did you call Vinny? <laughs> he said, well, it's an upright thing. Yeah. I said. Oh, because you know I haven't played upright. I mean, I play a little bit here and there. Right, but well, that's and 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 to be fair, 
for those people that play upright and those people that play electric to and, and do one or the other. Upright is like you know wrangling a, a you know a, an alligator. Yeah, and, and electric is like petting a cat. You know, it's, it's comparatively. It's, you know, it's, so it's, it's a beast. Yeah, you know, it's it's like you want me to do what? Four <laughs> hours? I, I have to get my feet out and and, and fucking count my toes <sighs> and, and and stand on the damn thing. Oh shit! And that was uh, once again there was more silence because <laughs> I don't have a good excuse. I'm like I'm not like uh, well, I'm sick. Well, well or, well, I, or really I can't say like. Oh, I already have a gig. <laughs> no one's got gigs. I've got a gig at the House of Herb. <laughs> You've heard of it. It's right next to the House of Blues. Dude, I got to be honest with you. So, I don't think I can do four hours. And I don't know that I could. And he's oh, it's cool, man. It's cool. I'm like, oh, I feel terrible. you know. And I did. I still feel bad. I've never turned down a gig. But I was available. That happens, you know. I've done that once in a while, but not during COVID. I mean, I haven't had a haven't had a really opportunity to turn down a gig. But yeah, the, the, I felt uh, it's just weird though because it's did, like, did you feel dirty, Jr.? <laughs> did you feel? I, like, I feel like I let myself down. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, well, how can I leave Jim hanging? He's I'm never sure, going to want to call me I, again. No, and I, and sure. I texted him back, and I said. You know, he, he texted me and said, hey, we found somebody. And I was like, oh, thank God, because I felt really shitty. Well, think about it, too. Jim Jim goes back and forth between the Cincinnati Cats and here. Yeah. So he has a, a host of people he can call down the street. And Mike Scharf, who's the bass player, bass player du jour down the, you know, or, or he's been there for a while, is uh, is out of pocket for a while because he's having some surgery. And, and maybe I'm that's sure why there's an opening. That's probably why. Yeah. But you know, it, it, it just means that there's a lot of opportunities for other for other people. To, you know, Aaron Jacobs is down there. I mean, you know, there, there, there's more people. But Benny, it's like, well, and I told Jim, I said, "Hey, man, don't let this stop you from calling me back." And he said, "Well, at least it will for at least a month until you get your jobs back up." <laughs> right, right, like, right. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, but think I about start practicing but, but, but again. Here, think about that. Let's 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 flip it around because. In this particular circumstance, because we're musicians and our our service to uh, our craft requires us to put some time in, but as we gig, it's 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 we're constantly practicing when we're right. doing that gig. I mean, we we may not be working on something specific, but we're playing. Our chops are up. We're used to be able to do so, stuff, and now you take that away, and now it's back back again where you you know you, you don't have the calluses anymore, yes. or, or, uh. or you know your hands hurt or whatever. And now it's you got to figure out how to get around that, you know. It's not that it's not that easy. So you know you get a pass for that, you know, because you're not. It's not like everybody says, "What did you do during the COVID?" I didn't do as much playing as I wanted to. I was too busy home going, "Oh, well, the gutters need and this not. No, I should do this. I'm home. I could fix this. Ah, shit. I would yeah. never have done that otherwise. I would have been practicing all the time. And now you get to the point where you realize, yeah. I'm supposed to be doing something i mean the, the what two podcasts ago we got we got together for a podcast and we hadn't yeah. podcast for a while we couldn't plug in the right we, cables we were going <laughs> what we, how do you do this again what the fuck is going on you how know? do we edit this thing how do you upload J, it jr i don't have this done yet why because i don't know how to turn on the damn ipad oh, i had a hell of a time uploading the last pod well that was because we had different days involved or whatever Oh well, yeah, we gotta. We'll, we'll figure that out. That that's yeah. the next. That's the next po- um, post production meeting. Yes, next meeting. Next meeting. But no, it's 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 odd because it's like bass is my calling. I should be practicing. I, I should be. 
playing upright. I should be getting the bow out and, and practicing etudes. Things are too weird, man. I'm just not motivated. It's, a, it's like I'm missing that purpose piece. Right. There's, there's, we're not going, there's a gig next Tuesday. Well, I, I mean, and, and we talked about this a minute ago. It was like, um, I'm like, I'm not practicing as we were, you know, doing a little run through. It's like practicing right now because you get your axe in your hand, you're playing that it's in a way. It's, it's the sheer act of doing at, at this. Yes. At this point, not, not that either of us have gotten to the, to the star studded level. Well, of there's, the there's, you, we can never, you can never not get better. You can always no, get better. Right. And, yeah. and the thing is, is that, that you're always reaching for something, but until you have a purpose to reach for it. You could sit in a room and practice six hours a day, but if you don't have a purpose about where you're going with this, what are you going to do? Just get better? Yeah. Well, in college for, you for do. What? In college you do. Well, yeah, but at the end there's a payoff because now they put you in the world and they go fly, be free, scamper off, yeah. and play gigs. Yeah. You know, and, and you do. But I'll tell you what, gigs are a lot of where I do a lot of learning, and experimenting, and figuring out things. And sure. Um, there's no gigs, so I'm not really playing much, and, and I don't know why I don't I'm, practice I'm, more. I'm trying, I should practice well, more, but trying, I don't. I'm trying to do stuff in the in the in the basement of my house um, because I have a, a lot of space, like you do, and you have a you have stuff over there to have a like a like a band play. And you had yeah. at one point in time you had guys rehearsing. I want to do something where I do little concerts, almost like the tiny desk concerts from, yeah. from NPR. And put it on a, on a on a video and and, uh, and then you know put it up on Facebook. Yeah, well, make sure you do your originals because right. copyright is a yeah. oh, is a bear right now. Well, look, how many originals do we have? Three, thir- what did I see? Thirty four episodes we've done of yeah, this thing. Yeah, three, so, you know, three per episode. Three episodes. Probably. I think I've got a, you know a couple, a couple yeah. years worth of work I can do. But you know. the problem with copyright unless is unless you sue me. <laughs> the, the U.S. Code was written. 50 years ago or so and it's not designed for to be nimble with the media that we have now you know if you want to put it on youtube facebook so on and so forth they haven't figured it out no it's it's a disaster out there no and it's got to the point where where uh youtube won't let you do stuff if, if you're not if you're not doing originals they won't let you do it won't well let they'll, you do they'll, what so many seconds of it or something yeah like that. yeah they'll like pull stuff 40 down. seconds or less than a minute yeah. or some shit i can't remember exactly and, well the thing is is they'll, they'll figure out who you're copying and they'll ask them you know do you want money from them right and then they'll play commercials during your stuff to pay them their money and some people say no i don't want that art my stuff played and then they they pull your shit off the the YouTube. See, I don't want to do that. That's that's too much like work. Uh, yeah, like Rick Beatu is a guy who who does a lot of. Um, he's got some nice stuff out there where he, he breaks down different artists' music and right. oh, we're going to a six here and uh, this is a classic here. You know, it's it's Gordon Lightfoot and uh, this is something you should know and and he plays it and he 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 goes oh listen to this listen to where the strings come in here this is like this is where I cut my teeth on production and. You know, listen right here. You'll hear that come in, and he plays along with it. You know, and it's like it's really great. It's just—he's not making any fucking money. He's just passionate about production and and great music. And and, you know, people are like, "Oh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want my music being played." You know, like Don Henley from the Eagles. Why? Yeah, it's like like you don't have enough fuck. You have enough money to you know. Buy, buy your own island to, to buy Vinny Island. He could buy Vinny Island and all the boats you need to get to and fro. But like yet Don he's Henry being a bitch about, 
about you know some guy who's not making any money off of the Eagles tunes just trying to explain how great that music is which is really pisses me off because if you listen to what's on the radio today what they call music which is not music I mean it's it's depressing it's really depressing like what's on the pop stuff is really really you know and and rappers that think they're musicians they're that musicians? irritates the that irritate they're, they're musicians they think they are oh, oh, oh I'm yeah sorry. I, yeah I, I heard this thing it was on NPR about little Jojo or you know little Bebe. He's sold all these, you know, millions and millions of, you know, and I'm like, little baby went to go and, see and Mei like, Mei and Mama. And- okay, well, you know, and they're talking to him. Of course, you know, he, his English is, you know, it's like, okay, well, you need a verb in some of your sentences. <laughs> it doesn't than, sound, more, you know, more than one on some. Yeah, it, it, and then he's like, and then he starts talking about how he makes his music, and he goes, well, you know, I go in the studio. And my engineer starts putting some beats together, and I figure out which one I like. And I'm like, you're not a musician. If you can't identify, you know, intervals, if you can't tell me what harmony, the difference between melody and harmony is, you're really not a musician. You might be some type of um, poet. Entertainer. Yeah, but you are not a musician. They're all entertainers, Jay. It's not about like... They're here to make your life better. Like Paul McCartney is is a musician. He can't read a note. But he can tell you what a melody is. He can tell you how to construct a melody. He can tell you what harmony is. He can tell you what chords are. These people nowadays, they're, they're these... Sounds good on that old old school bass there. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Am, am I am, am I crazy here? No, but you're not crazy. It's you're, like you're not crazy. That that's not music. You just you're just rhyming. Big deal. Yeah, the industry has just gone to hell in well, a handbasket. It, it's just what it is. It's just it's just what it turns out to be, where the the world accepts what you give it. And over the years, especially with pop stuff, look, we've got The Voice, we've got American Idol. Well, at least got, those people are singing in their songs. Well, yes, they're they're singing in their. Songs, it's not the shit that you but, know. But at the same time, it's on the pop they, charts. They're, they're not. They're not Music, they don't know what they're doing specifically, you know, in some cases, you know. Yeah, they, but they, 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 they can actually sing in tune. But, I don't mind okay, The Voice or in, in, American Idol because I think the, there's some good musicianship the, going the point, on there. The point to this is when somebody sees American Idol, what is their first response? I could do that. I sing. Uh, have you watched the beginning part That's of the best. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you yeah. really watched the the big, big part where people all said that phrase? I can sing. All my friends think I'm great. No, all your friends don't want to tell you that you suck. Right. 
I think because they love you but or the, they care about you. Okay, so that's like the entertainment value of the first couple, you know, but that, things. But, they, but they, they get into people, a point where they're, they they actually have to have some skill right. and they, they actually they have, to have, they have, to have, have some people that have talent. That, but that's the last, Jared, that's the last 10 people of 10,000. Yeah. So you've, you've, and, you've, you've created this rush Well, it's people. funny to see people find out that they suck. Oh, my God. It's, it's precious. It's not, it's not funny. It's terrible. Oh, I love it. It's, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, a diatribe for everybody to go, hey, if that guy can sing, ah, I can sing too. No, you can't. <laughs> It's it's not everybody can be a musician. It's true American entertainment. It's, it's Someone gets up there and, and they're like, oh, you're like, um, that's a no. What? I'm the greatest singer since French bread. Yeah. And <laughs> it'd be better if you sang it in French. You <laughs> storm yeah. out and they cry and they stomp their feet and it's like. What are you thinking right now? I love that oh because you know God. what? You're you're not a real fucking musician. I love when you get all pissed off because because you're you you think you're. I spend a lot of time and effort honing my craft. You hope, you know. I did. I know. I tell people, I don't know much about music, but I got a degree in it from the University of North Texas. So if if you know. If you can top that, bring it, and we can talk. Sorry, I'm just having fun with the space. I noticed. You're going to have to take it home with you. You're not leaving that bass here. Hell no. You're taking that bass with you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Next time you really bring nice back bass. a jazz bass, this, this yes, thing is yes, such yes, an anomaly. Yes, yes dear. It's just <laughs> yes, too... Yes, dear. <laughs> All right, let's play another tune. Oh, God, okay. All right, so if you come up with a name with this this one, this one was actually much more conventional, if well, I must well, say so myself. For, for, the, for the non-musicians in the house, there was a famous Air Force musician, in fact, Sammy Nestico, who was around in the 40s, and he played in the Airmen of Note, the jazz band uh, in Washington, D.C., and Sammy wrote all these big band charts in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. I think he might have stopped writing in the 2000s. Maybe. Maybe. He just passed away at 96 years oh, old. Oh, I didn't know Sammy passed. He just passed away. I'm pretty sure... I, boy, I don't want to talk ill about him if he hasn't passed away. I'm pretty sure he's dead. But if he's not... Okay, sorry, Sammy. Um, but I've been I've been listening to to Sammy Nestico music. Like I go to work and tell, I played his charts tell, in high school, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. You know, I mean, you know, you know, great big band arrangements, great, great stuff, it, classic stuff. He would take these easygoing songs. He's so popular, like, people make fun of him in you know, yeah, in in the circles, the jazz circles, that, you know, the you snobby know. people. Let's play a let's play another Sammy Nestico chart. Hey, I'm telling you. I'd be happy to have one Sammy Nestico chart that I could write and go, wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah. You know? He has a nice, uh, really nice uh, arranging book. Oh, he like does? A how to. Oh, yeah, how to? Yeah, I, like, I, uh, I what do you call it? A... Here's Tutorial. how you arrange. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, well, so anyway, the, the when he passed, I was trying to write something that was Sammy Nestico-ish. So, uh, you know, 
I don't know what we're gonna call it. Two for the two for the money. I don't know. One for the show. One, you know, three to get ready and no, no, uh, no. Hell, freaking no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in it's in a nice easy key. It's fun. It's got a it's got a funky bridge. Yeah, let's play it. Okay, stop overpowering me with that bass. Jeez, oh Pete, I've, you're like Homer. <laughs> Mr. Plow, that's my name. My name again is Mr. Plow. She's plowing me over, man. Mr. Plow, that's my name. My name again is Mr. Plow. Jeez, man. He's throwing let's down play, on that thing. Let's Holy play, cow. Let's has nothing wait, on me. Wait, well, wait. He has a lot you of You are sailing the seas of cheese over there. Holy moly. Miss me to do that again. All right. Oh, yeah, we could have started with that. Oh, we did. Never mind. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, stand by <laughs> as we perform. One for the road. One for the trail. Three for the path. Four for the highway. Seven for the runway. And no, no. Sorry, I got no, it's good. It's good. Anyway, tunnel center here. Uh, are we somewhere around there? Let's okay. Okay, I'm ready. Thank you. 
Nestico would be proud. Or maybe not. I mean, I don't know, but well, he, we don't he, know because he would probably go. I'm sure you did a good job. You tried. Thank you. Drive through. Would you like fries with that? <laughs> Uh-huh. Lordy, lordy. So what else you want to talk about? I don't know. It's, you know, you're from Philly. This is disturbing me, this whole West Philly riots. I so know you said you haven't folks, seen much about it. For the folks had hadn't seen it, you know, give us the give us the, the you know the, the four one one. So there was a, a shooting, a guy got shot. There's a black guy uh, he got shot fourteen times. Um in, in West Philly. What do you know about West Philly? I've never been. West Philly's probably not a really good place. I really don't know that. I've never been to West Philly. North Philly, I know, is not a good place, and South Philly isn't. Yeah. East and West is up for grabs. <laughs> so this guy, I think, was mentally disturbed. I think he had mental health issues. Uh, the cops were called. People are saying, well, why didn't they call mental health? There's probably some valid- validity to that, but you can see the video, and they're giving him orders to cease and desist yeah and they're agit you know they you can tell they're scared man they pull their service weapons and then of course it fades out oh really yeah so um, so they start riot well they start protesting which turned into rioting and looting um and I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. Because they're like, well, why didn't they use tasers? Well, the yeah. officers didn't have tasers. So that's a problem. Sure. And I don't know if people understand that, like, to qualify to use a taser is not, it's not like, 
easy. There's there's training behind sure, that, absolutely. And, and part of it is you have to be tased yourself. So, so you know what it does. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so if you want to make that argument, have you been tased? Would you like to? <laughs> yeah. Would you like to? Because that's the requirement. And and if you're in West Philly, which probably doesn't have a whole lot of money, how much money do they have to buy tasers? How much? It, it, and that's part of the issue. You know, is like these poor communities the, you know the officers probably aren't making as much money as in the rich communities they're probably not as well trained they're not as well equipped as maybe the cops that are in the white communities that's an issue that's definitely an issue but I think there's also an issue of if this guy's mentally disturbed and he has um, a knife a, who let him have a knife? B, who cares about the guy? Where were they before the cops got there? How did we get to this situation? Yeah. You know, we, we, we're not asking those questions. We're, we're, we're just like, put these cops in jail. Well, No peace, no justice. No justice, no peace. The only, Sorry. The only, the only problem with anybody outside of the officers and that gentleman that make a comment even the people that watched it because they've they see their own side or perspective right because nobody knows what was going on in the mind of the gentleman that got shot or the people that shot him that was a circumstance that happened like that and yeah. my, my father always my father was a state police and my father always said that that you can always play armchair quarterback but you're not always right yeah. You know, and now I'm not saying that they're not valid points to bring up to at least look at, but these circumstances don't happen in a bubble, they are in a vacuum. They happen worldwide now, and you've got to make a decision. What are you going to do, Jr.? Boom! This is it. Too late. You're dead. And and all of a sudden you're going. Well, I could have. Well, I didn't. I, yeah, you don't know. And and for you to make a determination about somebody else's actions is very very difficult. One, if you don't know the proper procedures, rules, regulations, laws, and how they're handling right. themselves. That's true. And two, if you have ever, if, if, not have, if you haven't been in a situation like that, you don't know. You could be an expert. You could know exactly what all the, all the gun rules and laws are. You could know exactly how to deal with something based yep. on police, police um, you know, regulations and everything else. But if, have you been shot? I at, haven't. I haven't been shot at. I haven't been shot at, you know, or shot anybody. So I don't know. I don't know what, it, what it's like when you shoot a gun and you hear the noise and you go, oh, my God, did I kill them? You know, or did I do something to hurt them? Or this person's coming at me. I just did what I had to do. You don't know. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying that these guys, these gentlemen are right. I'm saying that these gentlemen acted. And you have to talk about the action, but you can't turn it into anything but, a, but uh, an armchair evaluation. Well, that's what I think a lot of these rioters or not rioters, protesters. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with protesting. No, you but they have to call it the National Guard. I mean, that's an issue. Right. When it gets to the point where you have to call it the National Guard because of, you know, properties being damaged and and people's, you know, well being is at stake. That's a problem. Well and you know there's agitators out sure, there. Sure, of course there are and that are just trying to create, you know, anarchy. And taking taking a, 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 a 
terrible, su- you know, uh, su- subject of, of of shooting somebody and killing them, and deciding that it's a good idea to do the same to somebody else, is that's not an answer. That's that's not an answer. That's 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 an escalation. That's not an answer. There's got to be a better answer to this than yeah, there's, yeah, there's shooting answer, somebody else or looting. What what, what is robbing somebody going to do about about bringing back somebody's yeah. dead son? But, or but like, there's so many different levels to this sure. that that nobody's discussing. It's it's a it's a three minute you know news story on NBC. It's right. you know there's no real in depth like well what really happened. I mean. How could we have really? Do you really want to call in a mental health professional for a disturbed man with a with a knife? Right? Can you? How how many mental health professionals are we prepared to lose or have? I've never been stabbed. Have you been stabbed? No, I've been. My I've dog been, has sharp like. My dog has bit. I've got bit <laughs> bit before, but not, yeah. not stabbed. Yeah, it's like um, if I were trying to help people that were mentally ill. And they have a knife. I don't know. You'd have to have, I think, fairly specific training to address somebody in that situation. You'd hope. So that you don't get hurt. So when people are saying, well, why wasn't mental health called instead of the cops? I mean, well, we're talking about public safety here. The guy has a knife. There, there There is more to this Horatio than meets the eye. Yes, that's what I'm saying. There's layers. You know, you can talk about the, you know, Police department in that area not having the money to properly do anything, train or yeah. or or get the people they need. You know they, you're not going to make as much in West Philly as you are maybe in what's a, like a nice area of Philly. Oh, the Drexel Hill. Or yeah, something, something like that. You know those cops are probably well paid and well equipped and well trained. Right, right. It's it's one of these things where everybody, I believe. Takes, takes that circumstance and they analyze it based on, on their own set of values. And, you know, it's that, what's that, what's that, you did something biased, uh, you know, the... A priori. Yeah, yeah, that, don't, don't call me that, you know. <laughs> but um, they, they, they make up their own minds based on what they think is right or wrong. And they don't necessarily have all the facts, you know. Or, or if they do have the facts, they're still making it up, you know, two, three, four weeks later. Days later, hours right. later, they don't know, and I, I I feel horrible for the gentleman that was was killed. I do too. I feel horrible for the officers who are now on trial for their life or will be on trial for their probably life. not. You know, probably not. I, I I watched the video. I'm like, Shh. there's the guys coming at you with a knife. You know, but well, the public. I'll put it. I'll say it this way. They may not be on trial for their life, but the but, but the, the the wave of public opinion is going to change oh, those people. Oh, they get life. death threats in the whole nine yards yeah. because people get so passionate about this because they're not really thinking through. Well, and it's it's one more reason to say we don't need this. We don't need police officers. No, we, we want sure? this guy. They're stabbing. Yeah, yeah. yeah are you sure about that statement? You That's really want to make sure that you're not wrong. Absolute no. foolishness. Yeah. The Clint Eastwood thing, Richard Jewell. It was very interesting. I I just laughed. I didn't at realize the guy. The guy Richard Jewell, he was he almost just, like not retarded, but he they portrayed him as kind of someone who was very low on the retarded. IQ. Yeah, he was. He wasn't quite there, but 
And he wanted to help everybody. Yeah. And they wanted to make sure that he could find, he didn't do it. So it was obvious that, oh, no one's that stupid. So he had to have done it. He had to have done it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, plus the guy from Mad Men, you know, uh, Don Draper, you know, he was, he was the big investigator and he just stood there and looked handsome and said, he's guilty as sin. And everyone believed him. And go, okay, whatever you say. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed the, the movie, though. I thought, you know. Yeah, the movie was all right. I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch the whole thing, but, you know. I just didn't. It was, and well, who was the lady that was in, it was a Stephen King thing where the, 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 the writer drives off the road, Kathy Bates. Oh, yeah. Misery? She was the mom. Misery? Yeah, Misery. Oh, she was good, Misery. <laughs> that was a I good book. I would never be in the room alone with Kathy, Kathy Bates after Misery. Ever, ever. Ever. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't she, even look at her. She might set me on fire either. or chop no, off no, my no, leg or no. hobble me. But, you know, oh. She, she could have played Lorena Bobbitt in the later years. But, yeah, you know, we've got issues. But at the end of the day, still America. I yeah. got toilet paper. And we play bass. Don't play. Slap at a bass. You brought her. So I've got, I'm jumping. I don't care where you went right now. We're going to talk about my dogs. <laughs> I thought and, we were going to get out alive, people. But nope, 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 nope. Just like Al Pacino in, in Godfather 3. Just when I thought they were getting back. They keep know. pulling me back. back so... The dogs um, are getting older, and um, we all are. Yeah, especially after we <laughs> listen to this. Emma, who is the the smaller and younger female, but she, you know they're brother and sister. There's no good way to say it, so I'm just going to say it. Emma has problems with her anal glands. They need to be expressed on a regular basis. How so? Well, Chrissy learned how to do this with her other dog. Apparently, dogs like this find her. I have never had this before, but you stick your fingers in their butthole what? and find her. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't, I'm not doing that. You know, I love the dog, but I'm not doing Whew. that. But you stick your finger in the butthole and you find a little anal gland and it's like the size of a grape and you give it a push and all this goo comes out of it. What? And it's better. Don't ask me, man. I mean, God's a great person, but I don't know how the hell he put that together. You know, I mean, there, there's a little confusion there, but I, whatever, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll, that's one of those mysteries of life. Anyway, we had to, I had to take Emma to the vet to go get her anal glands expressed. The first part of that is... That's what they call it, getting it expressed? They call it an anal express. And it's, it's, not, it's not on the Chinese menu. Yeah, they called an I've anal never, express. I will show you up the, on the bill. I will it's show like, you the bill. It says anal express. Mm-hmm. That's There's nine, so many nine, ways we can go with that. Holy I, moly. I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. That's a song in and of itself. <laughs> What's the name of the next tune we're going to write? Anal Express, <laughs> written by Vinnie Marshall. It, it's, it goes backwards and comes out wrong. <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, I had to pick Emma up and put her in the car. I got her in the car, and Emma is not a good car driver. You know, there are dogs. How many dogs have you had, JR, in your uh, lifetime? Four or five. In your lifetime, four or five? Yeah. Were they all good? Two now. Were they all good car drivers? Eh, not, eh, they were decent. 
some better than others. Okay, what was the worst experience you had with a just some puke in the back of the car? Okay, some some puke. Yeah. All right. Okay, so so but did it happen all the time? Just no, rare, rare to never. Rare okay, to never. Emma Emma will like clockwork puke every time she goes on a car ride. Really? Yes. Now she hasn't been on a car ride that much with us. This is the third time. Have you thought about a motorcycle with a sidecar? I've, you could put her in the sidecar and she just puke. At this point, I'm going to I'm going to hope that the vet does house calls because <laughs> because after today, I don't ever want to put her. In I don't car think again. I want this anal express happening on my carpet. I just don't think I do. Like Chrissy has cleaned it up <laughs> multiple times, and oh, you don't yeah. do the. Mm-hmm. So we get Emma. Uh, Vinny has to take Emma because Chrissy's got to work, you know. And I I took her to the vet. So about halfway there, in my mother-in-law's car, with something on the back seat to hold things in place, I hear the classic sounds of vomiting. Okay, it's fine. We'll deal with it. I'll clean it up. You know, it can't be that bad. She ate like four hours ago. Oh no! You'd be surprised. Ton. Ton, right? And it was between the door, so you know everything was bad. So I cleaned it up. It's like and having kids. Kind of, you just kind of deal with it, you know. That so that if it was just that, it would be no problem, right? But she also does this thing where she starts like like uh, drooling and heavy like cujo foaming of the right. mouth drool, drooling, and then the then the, the next thing happens is the the, the vomiting, right? So. We're waiting curbside to get to get looked at, and I open up the door and I'm cleaning her out and everything's good. And I'm, you know, okay, there's a lot of stuff here. She puts, uh, well, but I was prepared. Good. She goes inside, gets her anal glands expressed. <laughs> she they, they fed her dinner first. She peed all over the floor. They they did, took care of her. They brought her back out and they get her back in the car. Now she's in the car, and I'm talking to the vet tech and. In the process of all this, um, you can see that she's foaming at the mouth again. You know, so I'm like, oh, God, well, it's going to happen again. All right, well, I, I need to get her home. Thanks, appreciate it. Everything's good. So I'm driving home. Now I'm thinking to myself, she's already got sick. What, what's left? There's nothing left. Oh, but apparently, you know, much like a cow and two stomachs, she's got another stomach. Really? Full of, oh, my God. So first... <laughs> Before she decides to get sick, she does something that I have never seen a dog do in a car, and I hope I never see it again. In the middle of a math problem? <laughs> if it was a math problem, I could have stopped and helped. In this particular case, I couldn't stop and help. I I I'm I'm driving on two thirty five, going everything good. Hey I'm everything's good, you know, having a good time. Just like you're talking to your kid in the back seat, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you smell a waft of fart. Oh, no. Okay. Fine. No problem. Emma, you okay? Yep, everything's fine. <laughs> Look back. The dog is taking a dump in the back seat. I'm going, what? 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 I, I can't I thought stop. we were already expressed. Apparently, the expression has that wasn't Nothing finished. To do with- well, apparently not, or, or paved the way for the pooping. I don't know. You know, so I'm going... Did she just shit in the back seat Apparently, in a yes. moving vehicle? You know, are you are you high? I have IBS, and sometimes I've become very close. <laughs> but, but <laughs> I've become very close. You're a human being, and you. I, have, I you found have, McDonald's. <laughs> you found McDonald's. <laughs> I'm crab walking. I'm crab walking. You the side of McDonald's, and, then and you, you know, like McDonald's, it's like the side. You go inside, and you're like, I'm not even. 
pretending to buy a quarter pounder of French fries or a Mc, McFlurry. <laughs> a I'm just crab walking right straight like, into the men's room. Like and of crap. course, there's somebody already in there <laughs> occupying the only fucking commode in there. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, just sweating. Your palms are sweaty. Please come out of there. It's some fucking four-year-old or something. You're like, oh, thank God I got it in there. <laughs> Start pissing out your ass. Sorry, but I digress. Uh, uh, well, it, was, it wasn't as good as that. I mean, you, we didn't go in there and ask for a McCrappy. <laughs> or you sat down and, and, and you finally, finally breathed a sigh of relief and then look down and see if your shorts have any, any shit. I sucked them in the garbage can. Uh, well, of course. Uh, I have one of those stories. I'm not telling it. Anyway. I think I talked about that Kyrgyzstan. I was just yeah, like, yeah. oh, I left my shorts there. <laughs> yeah. I had yeah, to wipe with something. Right yeah, of course. Um, so anyway, Emma is now dumped in the middle. And I'm not, I haven't made it home yet, so I got windows open as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this horrible smell. And then, then about two miles from home, she throws up again. <laughs> So it's like, I'm just, by this time. At this I'm, point, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping laughing. the car off just, at the dealership. <laughs> It's like, I'm just, I'm just, I'll take whatever you can be for it, and I'll get a new car whenever, I'm just, but I'm, I'm not taking that car toward, just, to my house. I'm, I'm just, just not I'm doing just it. Laughing. It's, my, it's Connie's car. It's my mother-in-law's car. <laughs> Fortunately, I, like I said, I had- Is that a Buick? It's like yeah, an old it's Buick. Old, it's old Buick. You, you can sleep a family of four in the back seat, uh, uh, where apparently a dog could turn around three times and poop. You know, uh, Jesus. It's like its butt. And when the, uh. So in the meantime now, you know, if the dog was outside- the right. dog would just come away from the poop and come inside. That's but stuck no, in the poop now. Well, now she's pretty much, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm going, don't sit down. Don't, don't sit down. <laughs> no, please don't sit down. Squish. Uh, so, so now I, I get I get home and I'm going, uh, what, 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 I'm, I'm tearfully laughing going, what am I going to do about this? And I open up the door. Connie's holding the one dog and Wyatt and she's going, oh, there's a good visit. No, mom, she shit her pants. <laughs> she needed shitting shorts. She shit, shit, shitting shorts didn't work. She shit herself right in the back seat. She needed pooping pants. <laughs> so mama goes, "Oh, I said I need. I go, I need a towel to wipe the dog's ass because she sat in the stuff, you know. So now I'm wiping her fur. If, if it couldn't be any more degradating, I am now wiping off the fur. Going, it's okay, Emma. It's all right. Everything's okay. Daddy understands. No, he doesn't. But I, I it's okay. I, I won't. I just, I won't say anything." So Connie looks at me and she goes, I'll, I'll clean it up. I go, Mom, you don't want to clean this up. It's awful. So I go out there. Now, this little uh, gizmo that goes attaches to the seat and goes around, makes like a cradle. You know, the, the, Is this the, for like children? It's, no, it's a protective thing for dogs. Oh, you know, okay. So you, gotcha. The dog gets in there and it's like a seat cover for a dog almost. But it's 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 designed to, to hold pee. I didn't I didn't know about poop, but I guess it, it works for poop too. <laughs> you know. So I just look at I just look at the the car seat or the the thing, and then, and on the one corner there's all this vomit, and then in the middle there's shit. I just took it. I just did this chair. I just folded it all up. And I walked it over to the trash can and I threw it away. I'll, I'll spend another seventeen ninety nine at Costco. I don't care how much it costs. And then <laughs> magically, the seat was mostly clean. There was there was no poop. Oh. So, but there was I had to clean up some of the you know the dog food residual. Yeah, but but that was okay, right? So oh. I I told told us to Chrissy and Chrissy goes, well did did you did you save the little 
No, I didn't. <laughs> I threw it away. And she goes, why? I go, I am. Not, you want to pull it out of the trash? You can go get it out of the trash. I'm not. No. Mm -mm. I just folded it up high and just put it in there. Yeah. I can clean that's it. No, you high. can't. No, no. No, you can't. No. Just give up now. Acquiesce to the fact it, that there are certain things in not, this world you cannot change. That's one of not them. worth your dignity. <laughs> let alone let alone your time and or money. And or money. <laughs> you know, or, you know, the, or both. Cleaning your fingernails out after. <laughs> no, it's just not happening. It's just not happening. So I just pulled the car in the side of the garage and I just left <sighs> it there. I was like, Mom, if you want to clean any more out, you can, but I'm not doing anything more. I'm done, Mom. I'm sorry. Terribly sorry, but nothing else is happening. You know, forget it. So that that was my dog story for that. Folks, I warned you. Yeah. There was fair warning on this. That's three minutes you'll never get back. Then he was closer to 10, but. <laughs> 3, 10, 6, 22, uh, 220, 221, whatever it takes. <laughs> 20, 20, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yeah. I've got it all. That was good. That yeah. was good. Let's play a blues. Oh, okay. We're going to play, uh, play a uh, minor blues? Yeah. This is the intro. Here we go. A minor. Okay. Thank you. 
Welcome to the Anal Express. <laughs> Satisfall Keys. Carminer. <laughs> I was going to take the anal regular, but I decided to do the anal express today. Well, good choice. <laughs> it, it, it involves, we have a special for it the involves anal express. Three drinks and then the anal express. <laughs> And smell in your garbage can, you'll never, never ever, ever forget. forget. Nor will you, will you ever want to remember it. Well, that was fun. That was fun. It just came out of nowhere. We should put it back. <laughs> <laughs> Try to think if I had one more topic. Um, nothing's coming to mind. I've had a couple things. I didn't write them down because... I'm just too damn lazy. We're supposed to write these things down? Uh, well, just, you know, thoughts, ideas. Uh... Bill, oh, shut oh, I had, I had one more. I had one more for you. Um, there's a new episode of Fargo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Have yeah. you started watching No, that? I have not watched oh, it yet. Oh, my gosh. I have not watched it yet. So it ties into a couple things. First of all, Chris Rock is the main character. And this really? is this is like set in the Midwest, Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah, it's not really in Fargo. This episode is it's set somewhere else. I can't remember. But his gang, it shows like one gang and then another gang, and finally his gang comes in and takes over the city. Oh, okay. Now these Italians come in and they're trying to take over the city. And um, to have a truce, the youngest son has to go to the other family and sleep with the oldest daughter. No, just they just take the old. They just swap youngest sons, and you know this has been going on through these gang wars for decades. Okay, so it's a mixed family. Now. It's a weird. It's a yeah. Um, but Chris Rock is stellar. His acting was, you know. You know, com comedians, I honestly believe, make the best actors. It's funny because I started watching this special on Showtime called The Comedy Store. The Comedy Store is a comedy club established in California. Oh, California, right. Yeah, back in the day. And that's where Carson used to pick up all of his comics. Right, right, right. To, you know, like, um, who is Chico from Chico and the Man? Uh, Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince, yeah. So he started at the comedy store, and they, they did a long, you know, thing on him and how he ended up eventually committing suicide. Who else was on there? David Letterman was on there. Jay Leno. Comedy store, comedy store. Sam Kinison. Yep. Another long, terrible story. Yes. Awful. Awful. Yeah. Um, and what's his the guy's name? Yo, whoa. Stick it, uh, stick it Andrew the Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. Dice. And they're interviewing these guys in the comedy store. You know, it was really good. But I'm on like the third episode and it's just like the history of the comedy store and how it's like a feeder right for, for, for life yeah and then there's like this real dark period where things were Mitzi Shore owned it she was married to somebody who Dinah Shore's sister 
No, I can't remember her husband. He they got divorced and he gave her the comedy store. That's all. It was part of oh. the settlement. Oh, um, their son was Pauly Shore. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So there's a lot of like little like oh I didn't know that. You know, there's a lot of really cool. This guy's a cool little yeah. side. But huh? A lot of these people went on to do very successful things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. talk about Dave Letterman. I also th- a thing on Letterman. It's like uh, Dave, Letterman, Dave Letterman interviews people. It's, it's on Netflix. Oh, it's right, called right. My Next Guest My Next Is. Is. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, My Next Guest Is. Yeah. And they did Dave Chappelle. Really cool. Yeah. Because it was all done in Yellow Springs. Oh, cool. Yeah. That is cool. And... Um, they're just walking on the streets of Yellow Springs. They're like, oh yeah, <laughs> Yellow Springs is what tiny. Oh yeah, it's, it's a real. tiny town outside of Dayton, Ohio. That um, extremely kind of kooky liberal, I think. You know, it's, which is fine. I, I have no problem with that. Yeah, why not? I mean, financially, I'm not very liberal, but. I think a humanitarian level. I'm, do your thing, man. Don't care. But uh, it was kind of cool to see Dave Letterman walking on the streets with Dave Chappelle, Yellow Springs, and they did an interview. Dave Chappelle's good people. Very good people. Yeah. yeah I like him a lot. Really well thought out guy. Good I, I, morals. I had a chance you know. to play a, play a gig with Jim Smith. For Dave Chappelle, get out of it, here! It, it never happened because it was one of those rave things that they were going to have a, like a four o'clock in the morning party. Yeah, yeah. And Jim called me and said, "How'd you like to play for Dave Chappelle?" And I go, "Sure." He goes, "The only problem is, is I won't know until like two o'clock in the morning." Huh? <laughs> Let me know. Okay. I said, "I'll go." He says, "I'll drive." I says, "Okay, Jim." Oh, yeah. Terrible night vision, but it's okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> when do you drive over? And I'll drive from there. I'll drive from my house. Yeah, but it never happened. So, but anyways, that was the last thing I had was the comedy store. If you get a chance to check that out, it's a goodie. And Fargo, I'll definitely have watched Fargo because oh, Fargo is really. Good. I watched the last set of stuff. The I acting is superb. Yeah, There's that, not a bad actor on that whole series. No, 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 no. The, the, You're like, oh my gosh, you just well, get so yeah. sucked into Here, it. Here's the thing: Netflix to me is the is the new the new version of the old way things used to be and all these actors got together and did all these great comedy skits and yeah. shows yeah. and everything else you know all these other yeah. movies that they spend millions of dollars on I say, eh, you know but no, no netflix, that, netflix no they, they've got great. really good actors yeah. um they're one of, one of the um law officers is can't think of his name but he was the star of justified oh uh, uh timothy oliphant yeah and he's like a mormon He's like a federal agent. Nice. And he's like a real badass. So he doesn't work on Saturday? But instead of like breaking out a... You think he's going to get a, a cigarette or a cigar? It's his little Book of Mormon? No, it, it's a carrot slice. <laughs> it's like... You know, it's like... <laughs> there's a guy who's... One of the other guys, he's a impulsive guy. And every time he opens the door, he goes... Oh, obsessive compulsive? Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's coming in the door. And he goes in the bathroom, zip, 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 zip. And then he goes to the bathroom. It's just. That's beautiful. It's it's so Fargo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, but that whole. That, that whole series that is being 
That Billy Bob Thornton was in the oh, was in the one before. Man, that, that was, was a great oh, one. Mm. Yeah, there's been some serious stuff going on. Yeah, that was great. They've got great actors, so get out there and check that out. It's it's worth it. And there's a new uh, The Mandalorian. I don't give a crap. Come on. You've got no sci-fi. I love sci-fi. What's what wrong the, with the Mandalorian? No, 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 no. George Lucas has enough of my money. He doesn't need any more of my money. And I don't care if, if the Mandalorian was wasn't even a George Lucas production. No, the bastard has got enough of my money. He can go into his own own. He can buy his own island. I can't. So I'm. That's mad. just jealousy, Vinny. Yeah, it is. I admit it's it gen- openly it on this just, channel. Just, George, if you're listening, I want some of your money. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, whatever. Yeah, you understand. Well, you, you be Baby Yoda, and then you can have. I some don't want to be Baby Yoda. Well, that's what it takes no, to, to, to make then, money. Then, then I will be broke, a you, destitute. I don't care. There will be no Vinny Island yeah, without sorry, you fine. being Baby so, Yoda. So I'll be sitting there going, "I'm not Baby Yoda. Fuck them." All right. Well, say good night, Vinny. Good night, Vinny. <laughs> Thank you.